0: Welcome to episode two of Third Heaven Authority Podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. In episode one, I had the privilege of sharing with you an encounter that I had in 2010. The Holy Spirit came upon me and lifted me up, caught me into the spiritual realm, and took me to third heaven, into the throne room of God. There, the Lord Jesus Christ talked to me, shared many things with me about who I was in Jesus, about the new creation in Christ, about spiritual warfare, activity of angels. But the main thing is that he placed a commission upon me. He said, I'm giving you the assignment to teach third heaven authority to my people. Now, that's not the first time I had the spiritual experience. Actually, the very first one, I remember when I was 19 years of age, Uh, I saw an angel. This was pre-ministry days for me and CK. We were just newlyweds at that particular point. And while in church, I was watching during worship. Everything was great. We were praising the Lord. And just as the worship leader turned it over to the pastor to come up and preach, I saw an angel appear on the platform stand to the side of the pastor and encourage and whisper things in his ear while he was preaching i've had so many experiences over the years but this third heaven authority encounter changed my perspective i remember that uh, one encounter i had just being caught away in the spirit there was uh, a young person a young boy who had been experiencing a lot of torment in his life. The parents said that he was just completely unruly. There wasn't anything that they could really do with him. He wouldn't listen to reason. They couldn't discipline him. They had to lock his doors and his windows at night to keep him from going out and running around the neighborhood. The teachers said he was an absolute terror. They tried to restrain him. He would bite them. He would kick them. They didn't know what to do. And one day I was praying. This was after I had been in the ministry for a while. And I went into a trance. And in this trance, the Lord caught me into the spiritual realm. And I saw a snake. I'd been praying in the spirit for this child for some time. And when I saw the snake, I heard the voice of the Lord say, cut the head off of the snake. Instantly, a sword appeared in my hand And I did so. I swung the sword and I gave the command because I know that the word of God is the sword of the Lord. And as I swung that sword, I cut the head off of the snake. Then I realized that the spiritual power behind the problem had been severed and that the boy would be delivered. And so I called the parents and I had them meet me early the next Sunday morning the church we laid hands upon the boy we prayed for him and he was completely delivered so i had experience in spiritual warfare but when the lord said third heaven authority a new dynamic was placed into my life let's talk about third heaven the spiritual realm how to navigate the heavenlies you know in second corinthians 12 The first four verses, Paul said, it is doubtless not profitable for me to boast. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. And he had a good many. I hope that you realize that. Paul was a very spirit-led individual. He said, I know a man in Christ who about 14 years ago, referring to himself, whether in the body I do not know or whether out of the body I do not know, God knows such a one was caught up To third, heaven. There's the phrase. He says, and I know such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know, God knows, how he was caught up into paradise and heard inexpressible words which is not lawful for a man to utter. Third, heaven. It's my understanding, and I teach, that the first heaven is actually the stellar heavens, the physical universe that was created by God, which would include planet Earth. Second heaven is actually the spiritual atmosphere around the created heavens, uh, around the earth and all other planets. Remember, they operate, they coexist simultaneously. And then the third heaven would be the highest of the heavens, the dwelling place of God. That's where he has his throne. That's where he took me in that encounter. In Amos 9.6, the scripture says that he who builds his layers in the sky and has founded his strata on the earth, who calls the waters of the sea and pours them out on the face of the earth, the Lord is his name. In other words, in creation, God has built the layers, the strata, the palaces in the sky. They, there are layers. That's what I'm trying to establish. He has founded his strata on the earth. So from the earth up, so to speak, there are different layers of what is called the heavens. The earth would be the first layer, the physical universe, uh, the spiritual realm around us where there's activity of all spirits. Actually, we're talking about human spirits, demonic spirits, angelic spirits, God. All of those uh, spiritual activities occur in that realm. And then there is a realm or or another layer that is the highest of those. uh, That is where the Lord is. In Deuteronomy 10, 14, it says, Indeed, heaven and the highest heavens belong to the Lord your God, also the earth which that is in it. We're talking about location and level of importance of authority. In Ephesians 4, 10, Jesus, who descended, is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fulfill all things. He ascended far above. He was lifted up far above. That's when I began to realize in this encounter, as all these scriptures are going through me, and since I had that experience of being in heaven, and by the way, that was not the only one. I actually have gone to heaven many times. I operate in the spiritual realm uh, every day. But on that day, I realized something that I wanted to share with you. Jesus, in that encounter, he said, third heaven authority is about perspective. See, perspective is how you look at something from the position He said, learn to use your spiritual eyes to view things from heaven's point of view, not earth's point of view. Only the Holy Spirit can give that kind of perspective to you. So I asked the Lord at that point, or at least I was thinking about it, is why up above, what does that matter? The kingdom is all around us. The scripture declares that it's in, among, and around you. So I've been operating in kingdom things and in power and authority for many years in my ministry up to this point. But then the Lord spoke to me, and he said, the kingdom rule is inside of you, but the kingdom throne is above you. And then he talked to me about John 3, 31, where John said, he who comes from above, talking about a place, Is above all, referring to authority. So we have place, location, we have authority, which is a level of importance. Jesus told his disciples in Luke 10, because they came back rejoicing that the devils were subject unto them, demons were obeying them and being cast out, and people were being healed, And he said, Behold, I give unto you all authority over the power of the enemy. So I had known that, operated in that, but I realized that now Jesus was showing me something else. It's one thing to walk in authority on a linear level, but it's another thing to walk in authority from above. And that's one of the characteristics of third heaven authority. It is heaven's viewpoint. Heaven's perspective down, not Earth's perspective out or around. You see, linear, it means straight out, horizontally. And I had been very successful in my ministry uh, in getting people born again, praying for the sick, rebuking, casting out demons, but I would do it on the linear level. I would Uh, Walk up to them, maybe we would have a prayer line, somebody would ask for prayer, and I would lay hands on them, and it was linear. It was spiritual, and I have achieved a great deal of success in just obeying the Word of God, praying for people, and operating on that linear level. I would lay hands on them, but it was always from the perspective of straight across, from me to them. On this level what's happening on the earth in the spiritual realm and I had great success in leading many people to Jesus in praying for thousands of people and watching them being healed supernaturally I don't know how many people delivered from demonic oppressions and influences great success But I realized that my perspective was limited purely to that. When Jesus took me to third heaven, and he had me look down from there, through the second heaven, from above, that there's a heavenly perspective that we can see from above that really got me interested in going into the scriptures. And I did so, man. After that experience... I perused the scriptures, and I was looking above all, and I found so many scriptures. For instance, in Psalm 57, 5, it says, Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. Above all. Every time I'd read these scriptures before, I had looked at them purely from level of importance or authority is that on the linear level, is that you have like, for instance, in the army, you have a private, a sergeant, um, maybe lieutenant, captain, general, they're all on the same level, but they have different ranks and levels of importance. And so I realized that that was true about believers on the earth, is that we have been given a level of authority that is, in the spiritual realm, that is above physical authority on this level. But now I'm hearing, in my spirit, beginning to realize and receiving the revelation that it is above all. There is a location. There is a perspective. There is a way of looking at things that enhances everything that we do in our lives. Listen to Psalms 97.9. For you, Lord, are most high above all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. It's not just authority. It's position. John 3.31. He who comes from above is above all. And he who is on the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. He is above all by authority and above all in position, location. I was in a different location. I was in third heaven looking down, and the Lord said, launch your warfare from here. In Ephesians 1, verses 20 and 21, says that God raised Jesus from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Of course, he has more authority. He is God, but he is also above all them. He is raised up. He is in a location as well as a position of influence. In Ephesians 3.20, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Do you catch what I was beginning to see? I knew all of these scriptures. I knew that he could do exceedingly and abundantly above, meaning in greater measure and with greater power. But all of a sudden, I'm in the throne room seeing that he's doing it from the throne room. He's doing it from above all the things that we ask or think because it's a heavenly situation and answer to the prayer. In Ephesians 4.6, One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Ephesians 6.16, it says, Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Wow. Man, I had quoted that scripture so many times. I was just uh, so used to using that sword of the spirit, operating in faith, and above all doing it, meaning this is the most important thing. This has the greatest influence and a power. But again, there I am in third heaven Above all, using my faith from that location down. In Colossians 3.14, it says, But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Not just that it's more important, but from a heavenly perspective, above all, walk in love. Love. James 5, 12, but above all, my brethren, do not swear neither by heaven or earth or with any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no, no, lest you fall into judgment. But above all, not just more importantly, not just focus on this, keep a watch over it, but in the spiritual realm, learn how to rise up and from above, make sure that you walk in these spiritual dynamics. In 1 Peter 4.18, it says, And above all things, you catch that? And above all things, have fervent love for one another. In Colossians 3.1, If then you were raised with Christ, see, lift it up, seek those things which are above which Christ is sitting in the right hand of the Father. Colossians 3.2, Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. And again, I had read that scripture many times, knowing that I need to have a heavenly thinking, but all of a sudden I'm in the throne room, and my perspective and my perceptions about heavenly thinking are being changed by God, because I'm doing it from above. In James 1.17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness or shadow of turning. James 3.15, this wisdom, talking about earthly wisdom, does not come from above. In the 17th verse, it says, but the wisdom that is from above is pure peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and hypocrisy. It's from above. Now, you don't have to be taken to third heaven to have that kind of third heaven perspective, understanding and looking at things from above, because the Lord told me that the Holy Spirit had the ability to place it within us. And so we can... Actually, in our heart, in our mind, by this encounter, by the Holy Spirit coming upon us, begin to develop a perspective that comes from above. And ever since I had that encounter with the Lord, I don't deal with things here just purely on the linear. Yes, I live here. Yes, I operate here on the linear level. But I also have a perspective from above. And when I cast or rebuke a demon out of somebody, or when I am praying for somebody's healing, I am lifted up. There's something that happened that transformed my perspective to where in the Spirit, I instantly see what the Spirit of God is doing from a position of above. It's greatly enhanced my ability to operate in faith and authority because the Holy Spirit uses it to lead me and guide me. And as you progress along in your walk with the Lord, The Lord is going to do the same thing for you. Now, talking about that, we must understand that there are two realms of existence. You know, I didn't know many of these things when I first started having spiritual encounters with the Lord. I was seeing demons. I was seeing angels. um, I was operating in the gifts of the Spirit. The Lord was telling me things, giving me names of people, diseases, the existence of these things. I was operating, you know, in the gifts of the Spirit. Uh, Great power and authority was happening. But I'm telling you, it has doubled in effectiveness since this encounter. The spiritual realm is real. You see, the Bible reveals two different realms of existence, the spiritual and the physical. God's spiritual kingdom is the parent of the physical. Remember that God is a spirit, And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The Amplified Version of John 4.24 says he is a spiritual being. He's the one who created it. A spiritual being created the physical universe. The writer to the Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 3, says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible two realms of existence the spiritual realm is the parent of the physical realm see mankind was created by god to exist in both worlds simultaneously that is one of the reasons why that we can adopt a perspective of looking at things from heaven's point of view from above, not from beneath. We are above the circumstances. We do not live under the circumstances. Our physical bodies were formed from the earth, but they are kept alive by our spirit man, our spiritual bodies that are on the inside of us. You know, in Genesis 2, 7, it says, Then the Lord formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of the spirit of life, and man became a living being. Paul told the Thessalonians, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, your whole spirit, soul, and body. So the Bible teaches us two things. The Apostle Paul says we have an inner man and an outer man. The inner man is of spirit, the outer man is of physical. But he also says in this uh, letter to the Thessalonians that we have a spirit, a soul, and a body. We are a triune being, the same way that God is a triune Godhead. So when we look at the spiritual realm, we realize that God actually has created us to live in that spiritual realm and in the physical realm simultaneously. In that 1 Thessalonian text, the word spirit is a Greek term, pneuma. It means the immaterial, invisible, yet powerful human spirit that is on the inside of us. The part that you cannot see because we're looking at each other uh, in the natural physical realm, we see our bodies. That's the outside. That's the earth suit. That's the part that operates in the physical realm. But there is a spirit of man on the inside, and when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit comes into us, Remember I said Holy Spirit of spiritual essence? He is God. Spirit comes into us, into our spirit, and regenerates and changes us and gets us saved, and then he lives on the inside of us. So it's with the spirit man that we come in contact with God. And with the spirit man, we have spiritual activity in the spiritual realm. Now the word soul is the Greek term psuche. It's referring to the intellect, emotions, will, and the seed of our personalities. And even though it's more than this simple definition I'm going to give to you, one of the aspects of soul is that it's referring to what we would call the mind, the function of the mind. The word body is the Greek term soma. And that word is talking about that outer man. Spirit, pneuma, is like a pneumatic cylinder. Everything that has to do with air, powerful, real. Soul, suke, we get our term psychology, psyche. Body, soma, talking about in medical terms, somatic, physical illnesses and functions of the body. So we are a spirit, soul, and body. Our spirit was created to operate in the spiritual realm. Our body was created to operate in the physical realm, those two realms of existence. But there is a bridge, there is a hinge that keeps the two together, and that is the soul. The soul has the ability to operate on both spiritual knowledge from the Holy Spirit, it rises up on the inside of us, and also physical knowledge that comes to our five physical senses. Touching, tasting, smelling, hearing, seeing. That information comes in. But you know, we have those in the spirit realm too. Jesus said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the spirit is saying. He was talking about spiritual perceptions there. We can see the Lord. We can taste the Lord and know that he is good. We have those five spiritual perceptions. Now, why am I taking the time on this? I wanted you to see that we were created by God to operate in both realms, spirit and physical, simultaneously. They coexist around us. We are not just human beings that are having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings that are having a human experience. And God is teaching us how to operate in both realms simultaneously. And that's part of what third heaven is all about. Third heaven realities, dynamics, and authority. They're the two realms, but there are also dimensions within each. In the physical realm, there are three dimensions of time, space, and matter. Those don't exist in the spiritual realm. In the spiritual realm, it's all spiritual dimensions and dynamics. That's why we walk by faith, which is a spiritual force, a product of God's realm, not by sight, which is from the physical realm. If you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you were created to operate in the spiritual realm. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you, communicates with you, and he leads and guides you through the heavenlies. You are a third heaven creation, operating in third heaven revelation, functioning in third heaven authority. It's all yours. If you have a hunger for these things, And the Spirit of God is moving on you, and you feel the anointing. Something's happening on the inside of you right now. The Spirit of God is calling to you to begin to operate in the spiritual realm in a way that you have never experienced before. And I want to pray for you. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for each and every person under the sound of my voice that you would bring them, into a position and experience and relationship with you where they begin to hear the voice of God clearer than they ever have before. Visions, dreams, angelic encounters, revelation of the Spirit of God functioning through them, understanding of Scripture begins to just uh, grow and grow and grow and become greater within their hearts and their lives, all of these supernatural things they were created for. I pray now that the Holy Spirit would train them and teach them and also give them the perspective from above, from heaven's viewpoint, looking down, always being above all principalities and powers and demonic spirits, always being seated with greater authority and power in heavenly places than everything that is functioning in this earthly life that can be opposed to their destiny and to the purposes of God in their lives. Lord God, we want everything you intended for us. In Jesus' blessed name. Please join me in future episodes as I continue to unpack these spiritual dynamics revealed to me by the Lord. And subscribe to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson on Charisma Podcast Network, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or other podcast platforms so that you don't miss an episode. God bless.